Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Monday, July 4th, 2022, and this is day 1567 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we glorify you and honor you and praise you. Thank you, Lord, above all others. Thank you for being our creator and creating us in your image. Help us to only see ourselves in your image. Help us, Father, to not uh, compare ourselves to something unrealistic or to something that is phony or fake. Help us, Father, to truly um, embrace who we are because you created us very special. Help us to go forth and fulfill the purpose that you have for us this day. I ask, Father, that you will comfort the brokenhearted and heal the sick and bless those who may be in financial need. I ask, my Lord, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today's message is stop beating yourself up. Mm -hmm. Stop beating yourself up. We're going to be coming out of 1 Timothy chapter 1, verses 12 through 17. Many times we can put ourselves down because we feel like maybe there's something wrong with me because the people that are around me seem to be so perfect. (laughs) I don't know if you've ever experienced that, but uh, God wants you to know that you are truly special just the way you are. Again, we're coming out of 1 Timothy chapter 1, uh, verses 12 through 17. And this is Paul speaking, who wrote the majority of the New Testament. And uh, he says, uh, I, he says, I thank Christ Jesus, our Lord, who has given me strength, that he considered me trustworthy, appointing me to his service, even though, I was once a blasphemer. That's somebody that uh, per- that puts down Jesus's name, that goes against God and and elevates Satan, uh, and yeah, and or or calls or calls God Satan. I hate to even say it, but yeah. So that's a blasphemer, and he says, and a persecutor, and a violent man. This is who Paul was. He's saying. He said, I was shown mercy because I acted in ignorance and unbelief. The grace of our Lord was poured out on me abundantly, along with the faith and love that are in Christ Jesus. Here is a trustworthy saying that deserves full acceptance. Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners of whom I am the worst. But for that very reason, I was shown mercy so that in me, the worst of sinners, Christ Jesus, might display his immense patience as an example for those who would believe in him and receive eternal life. So Paul is saying Jesus was so patient with him and how God used him to show others that I love you too, just like you are. Look at what I look at Paul. This is somebody who I love as well. 
and look at where he came from. And so he said he had immense patience for him. But using him also as that example to say, hey, you know what? I guess if Paul is this way and and I know my past and what I've been through, I can surely be a believer in Christ also. I can be a part of the kingdom of God. Verse 17 says, Now to the king eternal, immortal, invisible, the only God, be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. So Paul was sharing with Timothy in the book of Timothy about how much grace and mercy God had upon him. And what I love about Paul is how he was not ashamed to share his past with others so that they too could be an overcomer, so that they too could see that he's not this great, just a great speaker or, you know, someone that uh, was, you know, helping to add to the kingdom on a regular basis. He too had some issues uh, before he accepted Jesus, which is such a, oh my gosh, is so needed in these days. I mean, many times we see people and we, and especially you may see them on TV, a minister or someone that you've met. It could be a, a senior citizen that's, that serves the Lord or someone, even one of your peers, but all you know of them is what you see. You know, them as this wonderful, uh, loving, kind believer in Jesus Christ. You never really necessarily know their past, what God brought them through. So, so often we may beat ourselves up because we don't think we're good enough. And God is saying, you are good enough. I love you just the way you are. So we need to be careful of comparing ourselves to unreality, something that is not real. Point number one, I remember when I first got saved and was attending the first church that I ever belonged to in my early 20s. I thought my pastor and his wife were this perfect little couple because they never said anything but kind things to one another, at least when I was around. (laughs) I thought, wow, there must be something wrong with me and my husband because we certainly had and have our issues. <laughs> and we're not always saying nice things about each other or to each other. I mean, you know, we're kind to each other, but, you know, we could be <laughs> getting into a disagreement and it doesn't mean that we're mad at each other, but we could not agree with on something. And, you know, we would maybe be playing games and it will be a group of people. Maybe we're playing cards and We'll get into a disagreement. No, that's not how that went. Or yes, it did. Oh, yeah, no. Mm-mm. And not uh, embarrassed or or ashamed to let people see that. You know, we're just human beings too. This, you know, this happened, when this happened several years ago, as I said, you know, about 40 years ago. But since then, about maybe about 15 years ago or so, my husband and I, the Lord put on our hearts to start a ministry uh, helping uh, couples that are married, uh, uh, women and men uh, with their marriages to to help them to restore. And it was called help to restore a funky marriage, you know, because there's 
it's real. It, it, that is the real deal. And helping people to understand that, you know what, that's normal. We're going to go through things. We're all different. But how do we, if we are really deeply into a situation where, you know what, we're having some deep issues that we can't make it through on our own, then we would help with that and truly listen and just share with you what the Word of God says and share our own experiences that were not always the best. Uh, So we did these workshops and helped other married couples to recognize that we are all different and that we all have something that we're working through and to show one another grace and mercy as Christ has shown us. I'll never forget later and, you know, down the road after our church, you know, um, we had a big split. It was horrible. That was the worst thing that could have ever happened uh, in in my life as a, as a new believer. But I, I had been there for a good, you know, I don't know, few several years, maybe 15 when that happened. And um, so when that, after that happened, it was just a lot of pressure, I would imagine, on my pastor and his wife's marriage at the time. And, and then uh, maybe several years after that, I heard that they had gotten a divorce, which was really heartbreaking. They were just, you know, my mentors in a way they didn't even know they were. <laughs> and uh, to hear that, it just, it was crushing. And that, um, yeah, there were some other things that happened that were heartbreaking. And, you know, prayed for that marriage, but they ended up uh, divorcing. And and that happens sometimes, but they were the last couple I'd ever think that of. So... Life happens. Things happen. And in some cases, a divorce is needed. I don't know what happened and why in their case. But in some cases, uh, it's probably not nearly as many of the cases that we can work through our situations if both parties are willing. But if there's abuse, you know, verbal or physical abuse or anything like that, that's not of God. And God never, ever intended us to be in a situation like that. You must get out of that situation, get some help, and move on. That is not of God. Okay? Point number two. It's important that we share our past struggles with others as God leads you. All right. As God leads you, share that. I'll never forget uh, again while um, leaving my church at the time. Um, and we were just outside. There were a young couple that were, you know, new believers in Christ. And, uh, you know, I think uh, I was their teacher or something. Um, and they uh, they said I was telling her. Uh, how we had to file bankruptcy, how um, we lost our house, uh, our car, our, our credit score went to hell, and, <laughs> and how God blessed us through it all. And the young woman said, Sister Jackie, I would have never known you went through anything like that. I just never would have thought that. I mean, you just seem like you got everything together and, you know, everything is just going really perfect for you. I said, Oh, no, (laughs) ma'am. It was just a blessing to her because to to know that she was going through something similar at the time. And it just uh, helped her to feel like, you know what? 
I'm okay. I, I'm not. I'm not alone in this. I'm not gonna. I, I. I don't need to beat myself up about this. And she thanked me, and went on her way. But that day was um, an awakening for her because the Lord put on my heart to share that with her. I didn't know. We were just having regular conversation, and then I shared that. You know, we need to be willing to share openly. You know what has God brought us through? Not just all the perfect things and how we look good and holy and say all the holy words that we think we should say. Not you. I'm just saying in general, you know, sometimes, oh, glory to God, praise the Lord, all that. You know, if you mean it, that's great. But if, you know, we're just going through these shenanigans and just to prove that we're a Christian, you know, that that's not necessary. <laughs> but, you know, to each his own. But sometimes we can seem like we're so perfect that other people feel like, is this real? Can I do this? Uh, of course, the Bible gives us great examples. Uh, but God has also called on us to be, uh, as part of being an ambassador for Christ, is also sharing our testimonies with others so that they too can be overcomers. So Paul demonstrates that lowering our guard can be an important step in communicating the gospel. When we do this, we also show how God uses ordinary people with shady past to accomplish great things for him. Philippians 1 and 6 says, He who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. Isn't that awesome? As long as we just yield our will unto his. You know, we're saying, not my way, Lord, but your way. Not my will, but your will be done in my life. You know what's best for me. And help me, Lord, to always remain humble and sharing with others the real the real deal. You know, and again, you know, we, we seek God and, and he'll show you what to share. There's certain things you, you keep to yourself, right? Um, the Bible says it's a fool that tells his whole heart, but you should share things that you've overcome and, and how much, how important it is uh, for those who are, you know, feeling like there's no hope. <laughs> I am worthless. And God is saying, no, you're not. Here's an example. Here's one of here's one of my believers that, you know, is going to give you some advice. Is going to share some things with you that they've been through and how they overcame it. I'll never forget being in a business meeting years ago and um how <laughs> we would sit at this table. This is when I had a business called Serving Clean and we did staffing for parties and uh, I was going through a slump. Uh we had the business for 8 years and uh we were going through a sluggish period, which can happen when you're in business. We were doing really, really good. And then all of a sudden, you know, this sluggish period occurred. Um, and while sitting around the table with many of other entrepreneurs and some of the people I knew, most of them, and having conversation and someone was facilitating the conversation and they asked us, hey, everyone, go, let's go around the room, introduce yourselves and tell us a little bit about your business and, and how, how things are going. And so different ones. Well, my name is so-and-so and 
I am an entrepreneur. I've got my doctorate degree and such and such and such and such. And business is going well. We just hit our million dollar mark. Uh, and the next person, yes, I am so-and-so and my business is flourishing. And, oh, we just, you know, hit our number, such and such customer. And yes, and they were going all around the room and sharing about themselves and everything was just so perfect. You know what I mean? Everybody was just perfect <laughs> until he came to me and the Lord said, uh-huh, tell it. And I'm like, Okay. <laughs> My name is Jackie, and uh, my business is not doing well right now. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, we filed bankruptcy, and uh, you know we're getting back up on on course, but no, we're we're struggling a little bit, and uh, yeah, and kind of left it at that. <laughs> I don't know what else I said, but God gave me it wasn't like this you know glorious report that looked all glittery and gold and shiny and all of that. And then we continued on with the meeting and it was, you know, it was over. We disbanded. And and as I was walking back to my office, we were in, we officed in this building. It was the Lincoln building on 18th and Vine. And um, after that, I'm heading back to my office. And one of my colleagues comes to me. She goes, Jackie, thank you for sharing that. She said, I, too, am going through something similar. And when you share that, that helped me so much. Thank you so much, she said. And I said, no problem. You're welcome. It's just, hey, it is what it is. And uh, God, it just encouraged my heart that day. Many times when God has given me to share, just even on the podcast, I mean, <laughs> to share with you the the real life, the real deal, you know, um, and there's nothing wrong with you. Letting people know that when we mess up, we have this great, um, opportunity that God has given us to repent, <laughs> excuse me, to turn away from that evil uh, and say, ask God to forgive you. Please forgive me, Lord. I've sinned. I'm making a bowed face from what we used to do and turning around and say, I have given that to you, Lord. I will not do that again. And you know what? You may have to repent uh Several times a day, not just off of your actions, but even your thoughts. As you grow in Christ, the the more now deeper we go with this. We're no longer, uh, Jesus says, when you first become a believer, you're on the milk. Okay, think of a baby on the milk. So, you know, that baby, you got to feed that baby. They're going to cry a lot. They're going to tear up things. They're going to mess up a lot. And then, and then we go from the milk. This is me adding this little piece, you know, as an example, not adding to the word, but adding an example, we go to like maybe jarred baby food by then, you know, now we, we got some teeth and we can chew things a little bit more. Now we can, we're starting to study the Bible for ourselves and understanding things and, you know, but we still not, you know, quite there. And, and none of us are ever there until Jesus comes, Right. So then after a while now, you know what? I've gone through some things and overcome some things. Now I'm on the steak. I'm on the meat now. Now I'm no longer uh, criticizing or putting people down all the time or judging people or talking bad about people. But every now and then a thought might come in my mind like, who does she think she is wearing that? 
or I can't believe he came out of the house looking like that. Whatever it is, God is saying even our very thoughts that don't line up with him are can be, that's a sin. And we need to ask God for forgiveness. So even our very thoughts, you know, we may not, our actions are different now. We understand the word and we're treating people with kindness and love and all of that. But now going deeper. And now what do I need to do to help somebody else? So I want you to be encouraged today and to know that you're just fine and stop beating yourself up. (laughs) Continue to obey God and grow in him. And if you don't know Jesus, this is your day. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And that is why we do what we do. Because, y'all, this is temporary right now. We will spend eternity with Jesus or in hell. There's only one of two places we'll go to. There is no in-between. So read the Bible for yourself and you will see that. Read in Revelation. The book of Revelation is an awesome book. Many times the world would put fear in people from reading the book of Revelation, whereas the book of Revelation says, blessed is the man that reads this book, the man or woman that reads this book, hears what it's saying and obeys what it says to do. So I encourage you to do that. I love you all so, so much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor and give you his peace. In Jesus' name, amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E, Be Like Boy, U-Y-C-K-S, Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. Also, please subscribe by entering your first and last name and your email address. Don't forget to check us out on TZoneKC.org and become a partner in helping us with what we're doing in the community with our youth, teaching them workforce skills, life skills, entrepreneurship development, peer mediation, and sex and human traffic awareness. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you, and I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.